about networking. I mean, just as in true Ohio Fire Chief fashion, it, it is getting that connection with your peer. Attend the state house, and the state house is going to be that time to be able to get face time with the representatives. Welcome to the Triple P Podcast, premier, professional, and proactive, brought to you by the Ohio Fire Chiefs Association. I'm your host, Clayton O'Brien, and I'm the fire chief for the city of Oregon, and I'm an active member of the association. I currently sit on the executive board for the Ohio Fire Chiefs Foundation, and I became an association fellow in 2021 as part of class number 10. The Ohio Fire Chiefs Association exists to improve the safety of Ohio by leading, representing, educating, and supporting Ohio emergency services. This podcast is not only for the members of the association, but also for any other fire and emergency service leaders. It is the purpose of the association to promote education, best practices, and study ways and means to cope with the ever-increasing need for a better understanding of the complex problems which are being presented to the fire protection and emergency services of our nation today. And I'm joined by my co-host, Assistant Chief Joel Fry from the Napoleon Fire Department and Fire Chief Joshua Hartberger of the White House Fire Department. Thanks, Clayton. Hello, I'm Joel Fry, Assistant Fire Chief for Napoleon Fire and Rescue. I am a current member of the OFCA and I currently sit on the Education Committee. I am happy to be here striving to advance the fire service as a whole. And I'm Joshua Hartbarger from the White House Fire Department. I'm also a member of the Ohio Fire Chiefs Association and I sit on the Education Committee and the Legislative Committee. Welcome to number 10, the Triple P Podcast. It's all about the Winter Symposium in 2023. So it's a symposium, is, it's something that we do each and every year through the Ohio Fire Chiefs Association. It's a way of being able to network with uh, you know fellow chiefs, but really get some face time with the representatives that represent us down at the, the State House each and every uh, day. So um, it's real important, I think, to be able to have a little bit of that face time with them. So I wanted to talk just a, uh, briefly about what the Winter Symposium is all about for any of the listeners out there that don't necessarily uh, attend on a regular basis or haven't attended in a few years and um, just wanted to talk all about that so yeah yeah Yeah, and I think kind of one thing we were talking about earlier is the sheer fact that it's start time is at 1 p.m. you know it allows you that time to travel down uh, but still get a little things done in the morning if you have a few things you need to take care of before you start heading down to Columbus. Which is exact. I really like that part because um, I know that many a times you and I have rode down together, yep. and it's given us the ability to, you know, get packed, get to the office, kind of wrap up a few things before we jump on the road to, to kind of head down there. So this year, uh, the dates of the symposium is actually on a Tuesday to a Wednesday, which is another. Which is perfect. Yeah, yep. isn't it? Yeah. I mean, because you easily planning. So yep. um, Tuesday to Wednesday, March 7th uh, to March 8th, and it's just a one-night stay. Yeah, and with that being said, too, it's got to keep the cost down quite a bit for the symposium because it's a one-night stay. You're not paying for a week of a hotel or anything like that. So what are the costs? Uh, the cost is broken down by, dis- I guess, the differences. Registration is $120, and that gets you the registration to the Winter Symposium, gets you the uh, the, the lineup, which if you haven't read the lineup, which it's we're going to awesome. go over, it is awesome, awesome this year. And so the, the lineup is um, is great, but you get all the education within it. Now, that $120 doesn't include the hotel room. So Sheridan Columbus at Capitol Square, which is right next to the Location is perfect. I mean, you're connected right to the State House, and some of the activities we're going to do is right there, so it's within walking distance, so you don't have to worry. You park your vehicle. 
uh, and you are set for for basically this event, which is awesome. Which is super awesome. I mean, a lot, uh, and it's valet parking too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. so um, depending on the cost, it just registration's one hundred and twenty dollars. I, I want to say like our RPO that when we registered this year is about three hundred and fifteen to yeah. three hundred and thirty dollars is what it costs. That that would be the meals. That would be the hotel stay. That would be the registration. That's everything yep. included. And if you're a little bit more frugal like Josh is, uh, there is a wonderful parking lot that is right behind the uh, Sheridan that you can actually access uh, and uh, tickets to pay for it are in the connected area uh, right where there's a restaurant and a few other things so again if you're trying to keep costs down there is a still very close uh, available unit to be able to park your your vehicle in so pretty awesome well that is awesome um, so one o'clock it starts and has a whole lineup uh, Joel you want to talk a little bit about um, you haven't been there ever before and so like maybe some questions that from somebody that's yeah. never never attended. Yeah, so uh, I've never been there. I've always allowed you to go when you were the chief and, uh, <laughs> you know, never got invited. No, no. <laughs> I just let you handle that. Um, but, yeah, I don't really know anything about it other than you get to meet some people that you don't get to see every day. Um, I didn't even know that there was classes there. So, yeah. um, I mean, anything that you can give me on attire that you wear, dress code, um, the events that go on during the day, um, after hour, all that kind of stuff. So, well, I think you don't mind. I'll, I'll start off with what I think is very valuable and important from a, a long time ago when we started going, uh, as you indicated in the beginning, it is about networking. I mean, just as in true Ohio fire chief fashion, um, it, it is getting that connection with other, other, your peers and other areas that, Hey, you know, you, you faced a problem, uh, or maybe you're faced with a situation or a problem that somebody else has experienced elsewhere, it's another connection to be able to build in your resource of tools uh, to who to talk to. The second thing is with all of the changes that we have statewide going on uh, when it comes to certain laws or bills that are being proposed, this is your opportunity to get FaceTime connection with your representative. So from the Senate, from the House, uh, this is your opportunity to establish that connection to make sure that throughout the year, as certain things come up, you have that, that you've already established that, and now you have the ability to communicate with them uh, and express what, what your desires or what your uh, concerns may be with a, a specific bill. So uh, when I first started going, and I think that would probably been 2015 or 2016, yeah. um, how I got to know my representative, which was really kind of crazy. So is uh, Senator Rob McCauley, who was locally, lived locally in Napoleon, was from there. Um, but I didn't necessarily talk to him on a regular basis. And how I built up a reputation, I actually did a tweet to him. And said, hey, nice. am I going to see you at the state house type nice. of thing? And that just built up the relationship that when we got there, it gave you some face time to just talk about whatever. What's on the floor? And what I really loved about Michelle and, and the team at the, at the Chiefs Association at the office there, rock stars. Because yeah. the reason why that um, for, and even still to this day, they give you the sheet. They give you the sheet that these are the bills that are being worked through. These are the bills and these are the positions that the Ohio Fire Chiefs Association is taking on these specific bills. So it educates you in a one-page sheet on every single bill that's in the process. So you're talking and you're educating yourself on it and being able to actually have a conversation with your representative because later on in the evening, you're going to be at the state house. Yep. And you're going to get some FaceTime with your representative and you're going to take pictures and you're going to just do all these things that's going to be able to be uh, very, very valuable for future things that come down down the pike. So I want to just get back to, but attire. So 
Joel's never been there asking about a tire, which is always on our mind. We want to make sure that we are um, talking about the, our, we're all wearing something that we don't feel like, oh, well, we're super underdressed or we're very yeah, overdressed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so I always call it just business casual for this. So it, during the day and during the classes. So just like the fire chiefs conference, you know, expecting to wear some business casual things if you show up. Now, because the class is at one o'clock, I find myself wearing what I normally yep. wear to work every Your day. Your uniform. Yeah, my uniform. So I wear the uniform uh, during the day. And then um, I know from the Northwest, um, all of us kind of, you know, get together in the evening time or whatever else. But that's after the time that we go to the state house. So on the first night, which would be that Wednesday, when we're when we're traveling down, we're in our uniform. And then um, at the state house, when everybody meets, it's class A or a suit. Um, so they bring out hors d'oeuvres, they have, you yeah. know, just different types of snacks and things that you can have at the state house. And that's the time where, when you walk into the state house, they have it broken down into the tables, different districts. And then yep. that way, when the representatives come in, they know who to find. Absolutely. They go to their area. They know who, who it is because just as well as we want to have FaceTime with them, they want to have FaceTime with us. Exactly. And, uh, you know, the legislative committee, when, when, uh, Clayton, you mentioned earlier about the, uh, uh, the sheet on the positions that we have in certain bills. The legislative committee goes through these and, and a great team that follows these from introduction until the possibility of the governor signing them. Uh, and and that's, that's what these legislators want to know is what is our position from the fire service? And there's some very important things that are coming up. So I'm sure we're going to have a lot of good discussion points uh, come that day. If you're, if you're coming down at one o'clock, they'll, they'll go through it. So at the, at the conclusion, before we leave and go get our class A's on, we're actually going to go through the discussion of exactly why we're taking this position or not. Yeah, that, so I was, it was honestly one of the things I was kind of nervous about when yeah. I first went because I, it was something that I wasn't always in tune to or being able to keep up on all the reading and kind of knowing what's going through, uh, you know, cause the bills, they take a long time to go through. They do. And so with Michelle and the team kind of prepping that and the legislative committee prepping that, that is huge advantage for everybody in the room. So it gives everybody the equal playing ground. So uh, make sure you wear the business casual, um, attend the state house and the state house is going to be that time to be able to get the, uh, the FaceTime with the representatives. And there's going to be sheets there. There's going to be all the paperwork that's going to kind of explain yes. these things. And we're going to be in groups of your specific district. So you can give you some networking time with your local districts also gives you networking time with any other districts of what may be happening in their areas as well. Well, and I think that's important too, is, is the impact. I mean, if you really think about the, the ability to have this FaceTime connection with your representative, number one, uh, just as we are extremely busy, they're extremely busy. So this is that, that carved out opportunity to really establish that and the impact that you have. I mean, you never know what future situations are there and it's just that immediate contact that you can have for that. And like you said, your neighboring districts, I mean, it, it is, it is very instrumental in, in how, you know, we're actually governed throughout the state is by influence. And, you know, we need to make sure that our voices are heard. Now I also see on the calendar here that they provide breakfast. Yep. So let's, well, let's talk about the breakfast a little bit. So, That's uh, awesome. so the, yeah, <laughs> it's awesome because it gets in there, starts at seven 30. Then you see that the eight o'clock welcome, and then it gets right into the class. Um, there is, when you start at one, there's not necessarily any food on that first day. So when you get there, uh, just to kind of recap, cause I know we've been talking high level and kind of bouncing all over the place a little bit, but if we, if we, we show up to the hotel and it gets there a little bit early, then we get to the classroom at one o'clock and at one o'clock on Tuesday, March 7th, it's going to be like an, uh, welcoming. As you can see, it's going to be deputy chief Rick Volber, uh, from he's the vice president currently. And then at, after that welcoming, it's this listen, learn and lead by Dr. Candace Ashby. 
she's actually a battalion chief from Indianapolis Fire Department. And uh, reading through what she's going to be presenting this year is is awesome. Uh, but there is no lunch in this time. It's like, it's, it's get there, get right after it. Um, and you're going to be in the classes from the uh, one until it looks like uh, four o'clock is the conclusion. So um, the listen, le- uh, listen, learn and lead. And then it's the legislative update. Chief Steve Eggenbrode uh, talks about all the things that are happening in the legislative committee. And what, what he's doing there is just prepping us for that evening. Yep. Um, so you're going to get all those handouts. You're going to get all those things it's going to talk about. But Steve's really going to just kind of prep us of what things, what are talking points, what are the positions there, what's hot and heavy out on the forefront of that floor. Then we're going to be able to, you know, uh, talk about those things later on. You conclude about 4 o'clock, and then at 4.45, if everybody sees the register today that they've seen in the emails from the Ohio Fire Chiefs, you see the big picture of all the chiefs in front of the state house. That's happened. That happens at 4.45. And I I just absolutely love that because it really shows the united front. It does. And what was awesome is last year, uh, you know, the team sent out the pictures. I think everyone that attended ended up getting one. I, it's just that memorable experience. And, you know, I think I've kept them like each year that we've done that. And it's just awesome to see, you know, we have a large representation. And I think that's what that picture shows is there's a lot of people that attend this conference, which is great. After the picture kind of heading inside, um, doing the uh, hors d'oeuvres and the snacks and things on the, uh, on the state house floor, which is very, very cool. Um, and then it's uh, what we, they call the legislative reception. And, uh, you know, it's the mingle, it's the network. And it goes from there. So then on that evening, after that, the evening's kind of on on your own, if you will. It's ours. It's ours. So what do we do every single year from the Northwest? We go out for a nice dinner. Yep. We go to the elevator room, and uh, we enjoy that steak, and it uh, it is wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> we have gone to the elevator room for every single year I've gone there. Yeah. So it's, uh, um, you know, this is, it's just been our tradition. So we all go there, and, and, there, and I'm sure that the elevator room is the tradition for a lot of other districts, too, because... Yep. We see a lot of people when we go in there. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's close walking distance, which is what, you know, we really like about it is, again, when we say you're parking your, your car when you get there and everything is within walking distance, that's what I love about the location of Symposium. Yeah, I do, too. It makes everything so easy. So you leave, you go to the, we go to the elevator, you know, head back, um, and then it's, it starts bright and early next morning. And so you have breakfast um, at 7.30, and then it's back at the classes again starting at 8, which is, again, Dr. Candace Ashby is going to do a second presentation on management versus leadership. So um, a huge lineup of classes, and then uh, there is – uh, no lunch because it's already, it, it concludes by that time, you know, yeah. 1130. And again, a good key point. I mean, you're getting your certificates for your CE that you're attending. So obviously for professional development, that is, that is awesome. Want to do a little shout out to uh, Dr. Candace Ashby. So she has over 33 years of fire service experience. She's the battalion chief for Indianapolis uh, fire department. Her educational background includes a doctorate of management and organizational leadership. She is president of the Key Fire Investigations and the Elite Public Safety Consulting. Dr. Ashby enjoys making a positive impact on the fire service through coaching and mentoring fire officers in all areas of management and leadership. And I just want to touch, so that's that's a little background on Candace, but I want to touch what the class is because when I read what she's going to be presenting, this like drew me in big time. 
So listen, learn, and lead. Again, that's Tuesday, March 7th, uh, begins promptly at 1 p.m. So listen, learn, and lead, which is an interpersonal communication, is the single most important factor that can make a difference in the behavior and morale within any organization. However, poor communications remain a root of co- the root cause of many organizational issues. This fun and interactive class will help attendees improve their communication skills thus sharpen their leadership skills. Effective communication skills will always be a leadership, uh, a leader's primary tool in building trust, improving interpersonal relations, managing conflict, driving cultural change, improving performance, and boosting morale. So if you want to become a better people person, then this class is for you. And I and so when I read this description, I'm like, I'm all in. Yeah, that is exactly what I saw. I mean, it, just the title alone, Listen, Learn, Lead. I mean, all of us understand that's the key concept of what we need to uh, make sure we're paying attention to as a chief. And then she has a class the next day as well, right? Yeah, she does. So the next day she's presenting again. So like, I feel like, so if I just talked about a registration of $120 and, you know, maybe I'm in for 330 bucks and you're getting this level of education, like this is a huge, you know, you get a big bang for your buck. Heck yeah. I mean, you you, you look at these classes, which you're about to go into the next one. Let's hear this one. So management versus leadership. So many misconceptions revolve around the concept of management and leadership. So some people in the positions of authority believe they do not want to be seen as a manager. So a lot of us, I mean, we don't want to be seen as a manager. You want to no. be seen as a you leader. You want to lead. Yeah. You want to lead. So only a leader. And then this session, this session will actually explain the differences in management and leadership and how a supervisor must utilize both to motivate others, promote change, and increase performance. Seriously, that's awesome. <laughs> it really is awesome. It is it is our bread and butter. It is it is what we live and thrive on as as chiefs of organizations that we have to listen, learn, and lead. But we also don't want to be a manager. But she says it right there. Sometimes it. you have to use management skills and leadership skills. You got to blend it all. And I think that's cool because you know when you really think about that, that is something that internally. When when I did read that at first, I'm like, no, there's a distinct difference between managing and leading. You know, it, it, it's different. Mm-hmm. But I'm I, I'm really intrigued, and I want to sit through that class because I want to see how she draws that connection. And, and you know what? I think some of us do naturally, you know, do that. But uh, that one is pretty exciting as well. So what I really what I think is super cool is uh, that Joel's in a unique role right now. So Joel, yeah. acting chief officer of Napoleon yeah. currently. And so when you read the descriptions, I mean, what does it do for you? Oh, I mean, it's all the things that you're looking for to kind of reinforce what you're trying to learn and accomplish. So I think that they fit exactly in that role. I would recommend anyone that wants to advance their career or look at even being an assistant chief to a chief someday. These are classes that are going to be valuable. Yeah. Yep. And that's, well, that's a great point because here's the thing, you know, a lot of, a lot of chief officers attend this, but it just, it means that the, anybody, you know, you can have your anybody. battalion chiefs, you can have lieutenants, captains. Um, I remember in the Northwest, actually in the Northwest defiance sent, um, I think they sent had, their captains. That yes, year. Yep. they did. So yep. chief Bill Wilkins sent all captains there because he wanted to kind of get some exposure, uh, for them to be able to kind of get some networking. And I thought that was just it a was awesome. brilliant idea. Yep. And as far as that goes, you don't have to be a member to attend, do you? No, I don't think you do got to be a member to attend. No, I think that it it just changes the registration fee a little bit. I think it changes from the $120 to the $180 registration. Oh, okay. Okay. If you want to spread the word around to other departments that aren't members... 
Yeah. Like is, in, is that weird? We had that brief pause when you asked that question because you do. You think about it, and Joel's right. I mean, if you look at a lot of the registration forms that Ohio Fire Chiefs has, they do have that broken up so that you can see. So if you do have a lieutenant or a captain that may be interested in this type of education, there's opportunities. The opportunities to go. And now, but I guess the other reason why I paused is because I like I wanted to go naturally towards like, hey, there's got to be a different cost, but I wasn't sure what it was. So I'm glad yeah. that you knew what it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but when you said the difference, if it's 120 and then you say like it's 180 for for a not, so it's a sixty dollar difference. And you think about that. If you're not a member of the Ohio Fire Chiefs Association, we're paying a hundred dollars a year to yep. be a member of the. Yep. So. So for forty more dollars, now you're a member of the entire year, which is going to help you get discounts on the conference, going to help you on the yep. registration of the winter symposium, and then also be involved in everything else that's going to come in. Your Tuesday, you know, the the email on Tuesday every exactly. single week, and you know that sort of thing. So exactly, and I and I think that's key when we're talking about professional development. You know, those classes that you read right there. You know, a lot of people, when they hear professional development, it's like, oh, you know, what is, what is it going to be? Is it going to be the typical stuff like, oh, hey, you know, I need to do this. But, <laughs> but no, I mean, I've, I've always been impressed. Every single class I've sat through at symposium, at conference, there is something that I take away each session. And that's what I look forward to. Uh, and I can't wait again, this, this, I'm stoked about you know, this know. lineup for these classes. This it's year. a huge, it's a huge lineup. But here's the thing though, it doesn't even stop there. I know. There's still another class after she uh, after she presents on uh, Wednesday, Wednesday morning. There's still another class that is going to be presented by um, the uh, Kathleen Chard. So tell us a little bit about it, Joel. Yeah, it looks like uh, Dr. Kathleen Chard is going to be doing types of stress experienced by first responders, um, which I think she has plenty of background on when you read her uh, biography here. Dr. Chard the Associate Chief of Staff of Research and Director of Trauma Recovery Center at the Cincinnati VA. She is also a medical professor of clinical psychiatry and director of the UC Health Stress Center at the University of Cincinnati. Dr. Chard is an international expert on the assessment and treatment of stress-related disorders, including PTSD. Dr. Chard is an active researcher, and she has received over $20 million dollars and funding to examine stress epidemiology, assessment, and treatment in veterans, first responders, and civilians. She frequently provides trainings on the causes of stress, stress management, and PTSD to the first responders throughout the United States. If that doesn't <laughs> tell you you have background in that, yeah. I don't know what does. But <laughs> exactly. The class itself is, uh, is explained as this. Uh, stress is something we all experience, but significant amounts of stress can affect all aspects of life. This presentation will address the types of stress experienced by first responders, and identify why some people respond differently. Post-traumatic stress disorder will be discussed, including who is more likely to have it, how we can prevent it, and how we can treat it. Evidence-based assessments and treatments of PTSD will also be provided. Wow. That, that is great. And, you know, thing that, here's the thing. You know, and it doesn't matter what level you're in in the fire service or, or EMS service, first responder. There's stress at every single every level. Every level. And I think that's something, you know, we've all been cognizant of and really, you know, it has advanced in the fire service to really pay attention to our employees and what they're going through. Because, you know, remember the days when we started, it was, well, if you show that sign of weakness, uh, you may be looked at differently. And I think what's really cool is we're, we're breaking that stigma. We're moving through it and we're saying, how can we as now leaders in the fire service, how can we make sure that we're taking care of our people? Uh, th this class as well. I mean, again, it's an all-star, it's an all-star knockout of exactly things that <laughs> I wanted to have a good education on. This it year. really is. I mean, I feel like the, the symposium has always had great presentations, but 
Um, but when I read this year, I'm like, wow, I, I, I mean, it's gonna, it's, it's gonna be pretty impressive now. Um, and the, and the stress one just kind of groups it all together. So it like, does. if you're talking about a leader, you're talking about management, you're talking about, you know, organizational things that all comes at, at every level again is, is stress related. But then if we're back to like what you all get out of the symposium and that's that networking piece, I, I could say for me personally, a way of an, an a way of like relieving stress, if you will, what is through a networking piece. Exactly. It's just talking to one another in each. It's, it's the catch up with those chiefs. That I don't see across the state on a regular basis. I only see twice a year usually. Yep. Um, and I usually see them at the symposium and at the conference. And, and it's all the, the same things that everybody's dealing with. It's just a different roof that we're under. Um, and it's a, it's a way for me to kind of, you know, express my stresses and just communicate with everybody. And, and that, that's super helpful. And what's awesome is almost every single time when you've done that, how many chiefs have gone through that experience and helped guide you in that direction to say, here's where to get the information or here's what worked in our department. Not saying it's going to work in yours, but at least when you're underneath stress, when you're dealing with problems, I mean, I, I think that's that's key and important. So you're going to get the education in that, and then you're going to have the opportunity to figure out uh, some on your own of who to talk to. Yeah, because, I mean, it, it, it provides so many different environments in a two-day period or a 24-hour period, if you will. It's a, it, it provides so many different environments. One is, you know, very pro, you know professional environment, business casual, learning, educating environment, and then uh, um, high executive, you know, I would say environment. That's when yeah. you're at the state house, you're talking to the representatives and then even that evening is then down to the the casual so you're meeting and greeting and you're networking with each and everyone at the at the hotel and then also at uh, at dinner that evening and then back at it for you know a few more hours in the morning of that education before you're kind of that hit that little reset button which is i love at this time of year exactly you know it's perfect it's a fast it's a fast event so i mean obviously you know within 48 hours turnaround you're back to your station you're back to being able to handle exactly what you need to handle within your own jurisdiction but you get that that ability to be able to get you know your education your networking and everything done in a very fast turnaround yeah so uh you know just wrap this up we wanted to get a really uh quick kind of overview of what the winter symposium was all about hopefully help motivate some individuals to be able to attend the winter symposium again i'll just repeat that date like i've always been saying is tuesday march 7th starts at 1 p.m it ends at uh wednesday march 8th at 11 30 a.m if you're not registered it's not too late um you can register online at the ohio fire chiefs association they do take a credit card over there or they do take a invoice uh communicate with them uh at the office if uh if you have something special that kind of comes up that you need to talk about there um also the uh, hotel the sheraton columbus at capitol square and uh make sure you get those reservations in now as soon as you possibly can because it, it will um have a large attendance there and you want to make sure that there's a spot for you so just uh just trying to encourage that you know the sooner the better you get registered the sooner the better you get your hotel stay and kind of I guess alleviate some of that stress if you wait till the last minute. And there's a block Perfect. of rooms reserved for the event, so make sure that you go under that block of rooms to get the get the right rate. I think one good important piece for preparation. Let's talk about do you know who your legislatures are? You know, that I think that's key is, you know, who's your who's your representative, you know, who's Great your senator point. for your area. So if you don't know, that's okay. So you can always go on the Ohio Senate website and right on that main page it's going to say plug in your address. And it's going to tell you who your elected official is. Same thing with the Ohio House of Representatives. 
Uh, but the good thing is if you don't have time to prepare, again, the team has always been fantastic about they have this list. You can walk right up to them and say, hey, I'm from this, uh, I'm from this area. They're going to find who they are for you. But I always, I always find it uh, very beneficial to, number one, know who your legislatures are, uh, reach out and, and make that connection and say, hey, I'm going to be there. You know, can you, do you have that opportunity? Are you planning on attending this event? Because mm-hmm. they should know about it by now. Yep, yep. So make sure they're attending that event and uh, have some key points ready. Put a, put a, put, put a face with a name. And, uh, and then, you know, like me, if you need to tweet, you know, Hey, am I going to see you there? And, uh, and if you could, if you could see him there, that was awesome. It was, it was a grab in that just gives you some time that just talk about different issues and, and, and you know what, just to catch up with them and kind of get it because when you get back to your local areas and you do round tables, it's not the first time that you've seen this individual. No, exactly. Exactly. And then, like you said, it's going to be attended uh, by quite a few people. Is there kind of a little competition between districts on who gets the most people there? I, I think that's always a thing that, you know, we want to have good representation from our, from our, from our group. So absolutely. Uh, you know, I, I think, uh, again, we're a little biased here, but Northwest has always been strong. And uh, I, I think that uh, we'll have some good turnout this year from every, every district. Yeah. I think it's actually expanded quite a bit, but you can see why if these types of speakers are coming in and then the, and really, you know, the, the, the bill. So I can't say enough about Michelle and Ann and, and the team at the chief's uh, office that, you know, are constantly lobbying and, and taking care of this, but then, but it doesn't stop there because it's the legislative committee that is, you know, meeting on a regular basis and reading through all these bills and helping form a position and being doing the testimonies and things. So, uh, um, Chief Eggenbrod, you know, taking the lead on that, that is, that's a huge undertaking. Uh, but it's because of those members that are putting the work behind the scenes to make this thing such a great event, uh, to be able to prepare us, you know, for it. And so, yep. yeah. And I think too, when you start talking about committees, you know, if people want to join certain committees, look at the legislative committee because number one, it keeps you in the loop with so much information going around the state of Ohio. Uh, the meetings, they're very easy to make it attendance. It's virtual. Uh, you know, they, they last about an hour. And again, just as you stated, they go through step-by-step step why. Why is it a good point to take a position here or why do we not want to take a position on it? Um, so absolutely, if you're interested in certain committees and you haven't decided, uh, this is one I would absolutely uh, uh, encourage anybody to look at and to join. Any takeaways, Joel? You guys really helped clarify some of the questions that I had um, as not being an attendee in the past, make it a little more comfortable for me, um, hopefully when I get there this year. Yeah, so yeah. anybody out there listening, if you, and you know, I, I don't want anybody to ever feel uncomfortable at any sort of event, conference, winter symposium, or anything. So, um, you know, if you see Clayton, Josh, or Joel, don't hesitate. Come up, say hi. Um, you know, we want to be able to show you around. We want to be able to be there to be, you know, just kind of make it a little bit easy. I remember those first kind of uncomfortable experiences. That's actually <laughs> what I was going to bring up is, is I was so uncomfortable because you know you don't know you just don't know what to expect and uh chief mcnutt and chief wilkins you know two people that were very instrumental early on for me bringing me to these events and and again showing the importance of it Mm -hmm. you know i think that was key is you know actually taking that time to make your point with your your elected officials before you get down there uh take the time to actually understand what is happening and, and attend these classes yep so super awesome. We look forward to seeing everybody uh, at the symposium. Again, I'll just uh, just as we wrap up, it is the winter symposium at the Sheridan Columbus at Capitol Square, Tuesday, March 7th and Wednesday, March 8th. Hope to see you there. Well, I'll see you. Thank you for tuning in to the Triple P podcast, premier, professional and proactive brought to you by the Ohio Fire Chiefs Association. 
If you'd like to hear more, follow us on Spotify, Apple, Google, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you feel so inclined, please help us spread the word by telling your fire and EMS friends about this channel.